0: Black Star Radio on the phone. One of the doctors from Gidgee Healing. Now this is the health clinic that covers Mount Isa, Normanton, Dumaguete, as well as Mornington Island. And I've got Dr. Margaret Page on the phone with me right now. Dr. Page, thanks very much for your time. Thank you for having me. Mate, you're covering a fair area, the northwest of the state and into the lower parts, the Gulf and the Cape. With the changes that we are now seeing imposed by the federal government, is it imposing on what you are doing at your clinics?
1: understand the predicament that they were in so we totally respect um, what they've done and we think that they've actually done a very very good job in the big scheme of things so their new protocol guidelines um, is helping Gigi Healing and the northwest I believe um, to allow for more stringent um, care for our community regarding COVID-19.
0: With the restrictions now in place how does it affect your clinics of people wanting to go to the clinic what is the procedure now?
1: Affected it too much, to be honest. The Australian government, um, the Prime Minister, announced you know a few weeks ago the 2.4 billion dollar MBS strategy for telehealth. So that's definitely helped us, and we end up going, we're going a lot into telehealth market. But obviously, we're still having um, in-person clinic appointments. The mixture between both at the moment. So at this stage, the restrictions isn't affecting Gigi Healing and the functions of Gigi Healing to assist the community because, again, Gigi Healing is a central service as per um, the Prime Minister and the Australian Government guidelines.
0: If a person is suffering a sore throat, sniffle or anything else, really to give the clinic a call before they show up?
1: Yeah, look, that's exactly right. There's a few different categories, but at the end of the day, if they yeah got any fever sore throat, some sneezing, coughing, shortness of breath. Yeah, to call the clinic and go from there. Obviously, if you have had overseas travel um, or if you know that you're on a cruise ship uh, or if you know that you've had contact with a confirmed COVID-19 coronavirus case, well, again, you would um, call the clinic first.
0: I also know because you deal very, very closely with, I suppose, the councils within the area. Have you talked to them about the possibility, as in other centres, of creating an isolation area where the elderly and those who do have chronic illness can be isolated from the rest of the community?
1: No matter what predicament we're in, we, we always think about the elders and the key stakeholders of, of the community. So that was actually one of the first conversations when obviously this pandemic occurred. So conversations have been open, uh, but no finalised decisions as yet. But I think, again, the Prime Minister and the Australian Government are obviously looking at that on a day-to-day basis. As you've seen, um, you know, there's uh, regular changes uh, regarding the and guidelines for COVID-19.
0: With uh, COVID 19, so far I think we've seen a number of cases. Probably Kansas has actually got an increase of cases at the moment, but still zero in the Cape and I believe zero in the Gulf. What about the northwestern parts, Mount Isa and all that? Still looking at zero for the COVID 19 patients?
1: So, yep, there's uh, no confirmed cases of COVID 19 in the northwest.
0: And your testing procedures, first off we had the swabs, now we've got the pinpricks, so we are you using a combination of those?
1: Um, so look, we're, we're mainly using the swabs, so we're using the nasopharyngeal, so a swab that goes uh, into the nose, and we're also using the oropharyngeal, so a swab that goes into your mouth.
0: For those that attend your clinics on a uh, regular basis or a semi-regular basis, is there any advice you're wishing to give them, or is it basically that they're doing what is needed?
1: Look, I think the community is doing a pretty good job here um, in Mount Island and the Northwest. Obviously, we are working very hard, like everyone is behind the scenes, to be as well prepared as we can, because we know that COVID-19 is not confirmed in this region at the moment. Look, the message I would say is, um, is, again, social distancing or physical distancing, whichever term you want to use, plus Hygiene measures like, uh, again, hand hygiene, but also, you know, respiratory, so etiquette, so coughing into a tissue or into your, your arm, etc. those sorts of things are really important. Um, Gigi Healing is working really hard to make sure that the clinic is, is safe and it is safe and we do want you to come. It's not all just about telehealth. We will do telehealth as much as we can. However, we want to see patients who need to be seen. So if you feel you need to be seen in person at the clinic, please come down. We've, we've uh, got structured processes in place to make sure that you and your family are going to be looked after. And also the staff of Gigi Healing will be looked after. So uh, we're open for business. This is why we built Gigi Healing for, isn't it? Um, to help our people and community when the time comes and, you know, another time has presented itself.
0: Yeah, with the uh, tele uh, health, the that type of thing with the computers and everything else, great when you've got facilities or you've got an area that has reasonable sort of internet connection. But that's, I think, is also why you've got the health centres where you have, because there will be others that can't access that type.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely, and also we we've, we've still got our. Community home visits uh, uh, program um, still in built-in as it always has been built-in. So we're working very hard to make sure that there's a number of channels or portals um, that the community can be cared for.
0: So it is all looking pretty good at the moment. of course, any changes, we'll let you know. One of the things we're looking at is isolation in the individual communities. And that really is important. For those that may be feeling frustrated of being confined in that area, how hard is it going to be to keep them to stay in that area?
1: I guess the short answer is I'm not sure. Um, And I say that with all due respect. Uh, Look, our people, I'm a Christian and a Kalkadoon one-year young leader boy, born and bred in Mount Isa. And growing up, um, understanding, um, you know, our ways uh, through our tribe and our kinships, and you know, it goes further than the kinships, etc., etc. We have a wonderful governance structure, and our governance structure is complex. It allows everyone to be accountable, and for all process to be transparent. So when disasters happen, and they've happened for thousands of years since our people have been on this land, we've into our usual social distancing and hygiene measures from the word go. So this is no different. I'm pretty confident that you know if our people have to be isolated and quarantined, they will do so because it's actually written within our cultural religious framework and protocols anyway. I'm not as worried um, as others may be regarding that because our people are very respectful and um, kind-hearted people and really understand uh, what... Uh, family and community is about because again that was actually ingrained and it's not just your immediate family it's actually that tribal family that we've we've got taught to respect and love so much so um, i think if they have to be isolated quarantine i think our people will do so that's built into our bones
0: dr Margit, thank you for your time uh today because i know that you and the rest of your clinicians right throughout Gigi healing have got a long road ahead. And I think as we should all be doing, is that is saying thank you very, very much to all medical staff for the great job that you guys are doing.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Okay. <laughs> that I intend to. That is Dr. Marjid Page from Gigi Health here on Star Radio.